everybody, and welcome in to another edition of the Sports Geeky Podcast here on the Saturday, February 25th of 2023. It is episode number 152 of the show, and my name, of course, is Alex Reamer. And yes, this is the final edition of the Sports Geeky Podcast, at least in this form, under the Outsports brand. As I announced at the start of the month, uh, Vox Media, our parent company, has made some changes to its podcast division, and unfortunately, our shows here at Outsports were impacted. So this is the final time we'll be talking here on the Sports Kiki under the Outsports brand, but stay tuned. I'm still undecided on my plans and where I want to take this show, but I do want to take it somewhere, and the best way to follow me for updates on this show and everything else I do is on Twitter, so you can do that at AlexReamer1 is my name. That again is at AlexReamer1. And I am serious in that I want to continue the show in some way, shape, or form. In some way, shape, or form, excuse me. Um, you know, I'm not sure exactly. I have a few plans in my head, whether I go to another publisher, whether I try to start something independently, resurrect my Substack, perhaps. Um, whatever the case, though, I think the beauty of podcasts is that they can speak to really passionate and niche audiences. And that's what we've done here. I launched the show in February of 2020, shortly after joining Outsports as Deputy Managing Editor, and we talked about some really important issues in LGBTQ sports and LGBTQ culture. I've talked to some really cool and interesting people as well, and I think there's a big place for a podcast like this that speaks directly to the gay community with a bit of a sports slant, so stay tuned. This is our last time talking in this form under the Outsports brand, but I'm not going anywhere. And the best way to stay updated is follow me on Twitter at AlexReamer1 is my name. But before I say goodbye here, um, I want to hit up a couple of stories this week that caught my attention. And it's fitting that these are the two stories that I want to talk about because they both cover a couple of themes that uh, we've hit on time and time again over the last three years. First, ESPN's Izzy Gutierrez gave a touching shout-out to LGBTQ sports leagues on a recent edition of Around the Horn. Uh, Izzy is one of the most prominent out-sports media people going today. He's an NBA reporter for ESPN and actually a former guest on this show. Izzy joined me a couple years ago to talk about his coming-out story how he wrote his coming out essay just days before his wedding, uh, his separation from his partner, his partner's eventual suicide, how he's coped with that. So uh, Izzy's just one of many awesome people who I've formed a bit of a relationship with through this show and through working without sports. Um, but I've talked before about the special place that my local LGBTQ flag football league holds in my heart here in Boston. I joined as a young postgrad in 2016, adrift without a gay community or much of a social identity. Seven years later, I can say I know exactly who I am as a gay man, and the great friends I've met on the field are a big reason why. I didn't only find, find a space where I felt comfortable playing football, I found a family. And Izzy Gutierrez shares similar feelings on Around the Horn this past Monday. I mentioned he gave a shout out to the beauty of LGBTQ sports leagues and employed others to join. Uh, last weekend was a big flag football tournament called the Sunshine Cup. 
It's held every President's Day weekend in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Over 500 players participated this year. Izzy was one of them playing for his team in Fort Lauderdale. And he said this, quote, If you have trouble finding a competitive sports space that you feel safe in, I just finished the National Flag Football Tournament over the weekend, one of several that I've played in over the years. If you go to your local LGBTQ sports league and find a team of whatever sports you want to compete in, I highly encourage it. And as he went on to say, you go back to the days of Glenn Burke, the first gay baseball player who came out after he played. He found a new life in gay leagues. I know a lot of my friends have found new life in these leagues, even though they've played competitively at very different levels in the past. Again, I highly encourage you, go check out your local LGBTQ leagues. Bravo. And, you know, for these LGBTQ leagues are about more than playing sports, winning games, scoring touchdowns. I mean, that's really kind of, at least as far as I'm concerned, the least important aspect of them. They're all about finding friends, finding community, finding a support system. That's what they've been to me, and I know that's what they've been to so many others. Uh, It is true that we're living in a golden age of LGBTQ visibility, but the fact is gay youth are in the midst of a mental health crisis. Close to 70% of LGBTQ students experienced persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness over the last year, according to the CDC. And while joining a gay sports league is not a panacea for poor mental health, it can lead to the discovery of a support system. My dad says this quote a lot, and I keep harkening back to it. In the words of Charlie Brown and the Peanut Gang, happiness is being one of the gang. That's true. Happiness is being one of the gang. And when you join these leagues, you're one of the gang. And Izzy posted on Twitter a text exchange that one of his teammates had with his father who watched him compete at the Sunshine Cup last weekend. And, I mean, this text is what it's all about. Dad said to his son, Today was a good day. I saw my son thrive in a community and sport that he loves. I am so proud of you. You being you is medicine for my soul. I felt the same excitement and anxiety I have always felt, I've always felt while you compete. Today was an emotional experience for me. Maybe you won't understand. He goes on, your team sees amazing, both on, uh, both competitively and on a personal level. I loved every effing second of it. I loved the chatter on the sidelines. I could go on, but now I'm blubbering. So proud of you, and I love you. I mean, that's awesome, right? That's what it's all about right there. So yeah, if you haven't done it and you're curious, give it a try. Join your local LGBTQ sports league. Though I've been a sports fan my entire life, uh, not much of an athlete. My memories of playing football growing up were not great. I was picked last at recess pretty much every single time and uh, didn't even think about playing in high school or anything like that. Um, But I joined this league, as I said, in 2016, and I was welcomed immediately with open arms. And now, seven years later, you know, I have a couple interceptions to my name, I must say. So, uh... It's pretty damn cool. And me personally, this past year, um, I received the game ball after one of our games. And that's something that has never happened to me before. And it's more than just getting a game ball after a recreation flag football game. I mean, it it means a lot more than that. Uh, So really cool. And I appreciate that Izzy took the time on Around the Horn this week on ESPN 
to give these LGBTQ leagues a uh, very important shout out. So uh, another story that I wanted to touch on this week, another good one, a West Virginia MMA coach and his fighters are offering security for a drag brunch. That's right. Uh, a drag brunch was scheduled to be held in Wheeling, West Virginia, tomorrow, Sunday, February 26th, but unfortunately it was canceled after threats were sent to performers and patrons. Uh, sadly, this is part of just a disturbing national trend over the last couple of years. Drag shows, mainly brunches and story hours, which attract more wide-ranging audiences, kids, family members, uh, families, etc., uh, have been the targets of threats and attacks from militant right-wing hate groups. According to GLAD, there were at least 141 protests or attacks on drag shows nationwide last year. In this show that was slated to take place in Wheeling, West Virginia on Sunday at a local restaurant is sadly one of those shows. Well, a local MMA coach by the name of Johnny Hot, H-A-U-G-H-T, uh, caught wind of this story. And after seeing it, he and his fighters offered their own security services. Hot owns an uh, MMA training school called Ohio Valley MMA. And this is what he said to a local news station, quote, the drag show is no more offensive than a Broadway show or a stand-up comedy show. In essence, it's a, mix, it's a mix of both. At the end of the day, it's entertainment, not part of some hidden agenda like some would, ha would, like some would have you believe. And in writing this story, I took a gander at Hot's Facebook page, and I just love, I love what he's doing on there. He's pushing back against anti-gay sentiment with humor and appeals for decency. He posted the story to the news article announced uh, in which it was revealed, in which he said that he would provide security if asked with just simple tagline. We hate bullies around here. Yes, we do. Then on Thursday, he addressed an anonymous caller who left him a voicemail and warned him not to perform in the event. Uh, obviously, the caller wrongly thought that Hot was one of the queens. And this is what Hot said, quote, the man in my voicemail paid me the greatest compliment. Unfortunately, while I have tremendous legs and ass, <laughs> I don't have the makeup skills to be in a drag show. In addition, Hot posted the address to his training facility along with its weekly schedule. So if any of those drag-threatening cowards are looking for a fight, they know where to find him. But I won't be holding my breath. I mean, do you, I mean these people are cowards. They want to intimidate. They want to chase gay people and LGBTQ people back into the closet. They don't want us to express ourselves. They don't want us to find joy. But when faced with an actual fight... When faced with an actual MMA coach and his fighters who say, yeah, bring it on, you know they're going to cower. That's what they do. But how about the balls? And I will say that. The balls on Johnny Hot to post all this on Facebook. Bring it on. His address, his training schedule. Like, you want to find me? I will be here. That's pretty damn cool. And these are important stories to tell because... There's so much negative news out there with this draconian anti-trans legislation that continues to be introduced and sadly passed 
in state legislatures across the country, and we have a rise in anti-LGBTQ hate as these issues become political flashpoints and weirdly drag shows, drag brunches, uh, drag story hours are at the center of it. Um, but amidst all of that, ne- that the, the, uh, the, di- the, the diluge of negative news, it's important to remember that there are still a lot of good people out there and Ohio Valley MMA coach Johnny Hot and his fighters seem to be those good people. So that's pretty damn cool. And uh, certainly we'll be following that story on Outsports and updating it as necessary. I hope the show does go on with their offered security. Um, I don't want to get too sentimental here at the end of the show because uh, really nothing is changing at Outsports. Uh, I'm continuing in my role as deputy managing editor. The site is exactly the same, but... This is the end of our time at the Sports Kiki, at least in this form, under the Outsports brand. I started the show in February of 2020, so three years, and I've been here for some landmark moments. We had Carl Nassib come out, the first active NFL player to publicly come out as gay. White Sox minor leaguer Anderson Comas came out a couple uh, last week. We've had more professional baseball players in the minor leagues come out as gay. Uh, a record number of out LGBTQ Olympians. The list goes on, and the gay sports landscape is friendlier now than it was when I launched the show three years ago. But it's not perfect. We still have a ways to go. And the NHL's Pride Night debacles illustrate we still have a long way to go. Uh, You had a Philadelphia Flyers defenseman refuse to wear a Pride rainbow warm-up jersey. You had the New York Rangers pull the idea of wearing Pride jerseys prior to their Pride night game. Uh, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman a couple weeks ago insultingly said that the onus is on us, LGBTQ people, to respect the choice of players who don't want to support our cause and our community. And, you know, the question is, as LGBTQ issues become more of a political flashpoint in our supercharged partisan environment, will teams and leagues stand up for us? Or are they just content taking the pink dollar? You know, a few years back, there was a proliferation of anti-LGBTQ bathroom bills. North Carolina, Indiana tried to pass these laws. Um, States like Georgia and Arizona had other laws introduced as well. These wide-ranging laws. And sports leagues put the pressure on. You know, the NBA threatened to move the All-Star game. Uh, the NFL threatened Georgia and Arizona that it would no longer host Super Bowls if they went through this with this legislation. And I do wonder, though, now, this was around 2014, 15, 16, I do wonder now, in 2023, if these sports leagues would be just as outspoken or if they would try to be a little more, a little more inoffensive a little more toe-the-line, more mealy-mouthed, if you will. Um, because the response of these NHL teams, these Pride Night debacles, is not encouraging. And we had five pitchers on the Tampa Bay Rays last summer refuse to wear uh, rainbow patches on their jersey during Pride Nights. More and more players are refusing to wear uh, rainbow insignias on their team's Pride Nights. And the question is, yes, it's great. You're hosting a Pride Night. Yippee. But... Are you just going to take our money or are you going to stand up for us when it matters? Because those are two very different things. 
And it's not easy to stand on the side of equality. You're not always going to get applause. And the question is, what do you do when things get tough? And that's going to be the big question going forward for these sports leagues. We'll continue to cover it extensively at OutSports. And really, folks, this show has been a thrill for me. Um, I've met so many cool people on here. And even if we're just talking and dishing about some issues, it's, 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 a, real, it's a real joy every time I press record. Uh, I have long work weeks. I work a full-time job at Odyssey Sports covering Boston sports. My role here at OutSports, I do other freelance projects as well. So typically, every Friday, this is my last duty of business, sitting down and recording the Sports Kiki. And it's a cathartic release. It's great to have this passionate audience. And it's been a real pleasure. So thank you for coming along and listening. It's been really cool. And as I said at the top, I ain't going anywhere. Follow me on Twitter for an update on what I plan to do with this show and its next form and all my comings and goings. At AlexRemer1 is my name. That again on Twitter is at AlexRemer1. Read out sports. That web's, we are not changing. So long, everybody. And I'll talk to you down the line.